It's time for episode 521 of the Clockwise Podcast from Relay FM, recorded Wednesday, September 20th, 2023. Clockwise, four people, four tech topics, 30 minutes. Welcome back to Clockwise, the Pro Max tech podcast in a mini frame. I am one of your hosts today, Micah Sargent, and I am joined across the internet, not by Dan Morin today, but by someone with a voice for radio and a face for TV. It's Lex Friedman. <laughs> Hello, Micah. Thank you for that beautiful introduction. I loved it. <laughs> You're very welcome. And thank you for being here today. I very much appreciate it. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's great to have you on. It's great to fill in for Dan Morin, which is basically my job description at this point. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me start by introducing our guests to my left. We've got, I think, a hero of the internet of podcasting, and certainly of mine, Casey Liss. Hi, Casey. <laughs> well, hello. It is a pleasure to be here with you, with all of you, actually. But uh, I, I am excited and ready to keep watching the clock. And to my left, it is a friend of the Rebel Alliance and all around rabble rouser. It's Kelly Gamont. <laughs> Hi, Kelly. Hi, it's so good to be here. I will do my best to make sure that we absolutely go over time. <laughs> it's so funny that you say that because I was thinking how I feel like my one job is to make sure I don't let us go over time. So with that, let's dive right in with topic one. So let me ask you, and Casey, we'll start with you. If you could only keep one streaming service, which one would you keep and why? Plex, obviously. Actually, coincidentally, I'm wearing a Plex shirt right now. Um, I know that's not the answer you're looking for, but Plex, if you're not familiar, is is more about managing your own media. But if you have friends, like if, if your account establishes a friendship uh, or whatever with uh, other accounts, then you can stream from each other. And if you have many friends, that kind of becomes a de facto Netflix, which is very fun. But the the question that you're actually trying to ask, uh, my answer would be Disney Plus, because I have two small children, and I don't think I need to explain any further than that. <laughs> <laughs> ah, wow. Um, one service. I think I'm going to choose... <laughs> Peacock. I know that's a, probably a weird answer for people, but Peacock is quickly becoming a service that has so much stuff on it and stuff you would not expect to be there is there. Um, I uh, sometimes like just truly garbage TV, and there's a, a, a series of shows um, called Below Deck where they cover the yachting industry. It's sort of a reality show covering the yachting industry, and they're just delightfully weird people who exist in this strange space where they do these luxury yachts, and it is entertaining. Uh, but also it has uh, The Office and the, the fan episodes that are now much longer. I mean, Peacock has a lot, and so when I look at the service that I'm using most often, it, it is now uh, Peacock. So I would have to go with that streaming service. Kelly, what about you? Well, first of all, I have to say I'm surprised that you mentioned Peacock and pointed out it's full of garbage TV and yet did not point out that Days of Our Lives lives there, um, <laughs> which is the reason I actually use Peacock five days a week. Um, if I was going to have to pay for one... Right now, it's probably a tie, but I think Star Wars would probably win over Days of Our Lives. So I would probably say Disney Plus as well. But if it's just a matter of paying for something that lets you watch stuff from online, I'm in Casey's camp with Plex. I, I will say Peacock has my 
I think, favorite streaming show of all time, which was Mrs. Davis. Uh, but if I could only keep one streaming service for me, it would be, despite its horrible name change, Max. Uh, I really appreciate the uh, HBO shows on Max. I am currently slowly binge watching uh, West Wing with my youngest, who is 12. Uh, I'm watching the newsroom with my pal Brian for a podcast on the incomparable called Sorkin in it. Uh, and I don't know, Max always seems to have the most intriguing assortment of movies. I love all my streaming services, but they're not like my children. I don't love them equally. I love Max just a little bit more. Uh, with that, uh, I will turn to Casey. Uh, Casey, what question do you have for everybody? Yeah, so I live in uh, Central Virginia, right outside Richmond, and we have moved from oppressive humidity and heat. Micah, these are these are kinds of weather. I know as a Californian, you're not familiar with this concept. <laughs> Listen, but I'm a Missourian originally. I know what this is. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, it's it's become actually quite pleasant outside. So I was curious, you know, so the weather is turning, you know, here in Virginia in a good way. So where's your favorite not at home, not the office place to work? Doesn't have to be outside. But, you know, if it is outside, that's fine, too. I wish that I could say I was the the novelist who works at a coffee shop, but I haven't done that since since college um, was the last time that I didn't work either at home or in the office. Um, I'm not even really someone who likes to, I don't know, sit on a back patio and work. Um, when I'm at the beach or doing other California things, um, I'm not working. Uh, so I have to, I, I, I know this is, it's kind of runs contrary to, uh, the, the question, but I don't, I don't have a favorite, not at home, not at the office place to work. Cause I don't work at places except for my home and, and the office. Uh, Kelly, what about you? A lot like you, uh, there aren't a lot of places I go otherwise. Uh, I will occasionally uh, work on my patio uh, because I've it's been upgraded recently. We got new concrete poured and all kinds of stuff. So um, I bought a table, the, a folding table that I can use when I want to sit outside in the moments when I can. And uh, the rest of the time, there is a uh, bar not far from me that has solid Wi-Fi and good snacks and doesn't care if I'm sitting outside and I just buy uh, more soda or more beverages, more beverages or uh, more happy hour food uh, when I'm there. So I usually will work there. The the one place I like to work uh, is like outside in the front of my house in the first half of the day and the back of my house in the back half of the day, depending on where the sun is. I have done it once all warm seasons long <laughs> because <laughs> when I unplug that laptop, I feel so disconnected from my giant monitor, my three foot wide yeah, monitor yeah. that feels like where I get the oh work done. Goodness. And it means I don't have the, the microphone. So now if I do a Zoom, people won't hear me as clearly as they could otherwise. So I basically never do it. I'm working on it. I would like to fix that. Today, in fact, I thought, hey, if I wasn't doing clockwise, I would work outside. And that was before I saw Casey's question, but uh, that would have been only the second time, and I probably would have found an excuse not to do it anyway. Uh, so the answer is really nowhere. I, I I cannot work in a coffee shop. I don't understand how people do it. Yeah, I, I am not a big coffee shop person. Uh, for me, I have a, a handful of places. I'll try to make this very fast. Uh, first of all, we have a screened-in porch in the back of the house, and uh, I very much like working there when it's even remotely nice. We have like IR heaters and fans, so I can I can mess with the weather a little bit, if you will, or control the weather to a degree. Um, the, the county in which I live, Virginia, is all about counties, and the county in which I live actually has astonishingly good libraries, and so it is very common that I will go to a library once or twice a week and get wow. some work done. 
one, which I really, really, really like. And then finally, if you're a follower of the uh, ATP podcasting universe, uh, I discovered when I got my iPhone 14 that there is a particular uh, picnic table in a shaded area of a park that is right next to a cell phone tower that, that, that broadcasts, what is it? Ultra wideband. Oh, so, nice. so actually oh, hey. my, my fastest internet connection that I have available to me. And I say that as I'm talking to you from a symmetric gigabit connection, the fastest internet connection I have is actually that picnic table. Because wow. it, I've done speed tests at like two and a half gigabits per second download, which is just bananas. My, my speed tests are sometimes are often multi gigabits or gigabytes, excuse me, in size because that's how fast I can download at that picnic table. It is amazing. So, I want to go to this picnic weak. table, Micah. You, I will pick you up from the airport. You can come visit. You can experience weather again, and you can experience this picnic table. <laughs> Beautiful. I want to go to this picnic table. Uh, um, all right. I believe with that we have reached halftime today on the show, and I want to take a moment to tell you about HelloFresh. We're bringing you this episode of Clockwise with HelloFresh. You get farm fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep so you can skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and I think most importantly, affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. Uh, when it comes to options, uh, you know, more is more. And that's why HelloFresh's menu includes 40 recipes and more than 100 add-on items to choose from every week. And I have to say, that's one of the things I was impressed with when I tried out uh, HelloFresh was just how many options I had for recipes to choose from. It didn't feel like they were really kind of, uh, oh, everybody gets the same five things. No, there's a lot to choose from and you can add things into your box whenever it gets sent. Uh, if you've, you know, kind of wished like me that you could spend less time planning, shopping and cooking for the family or for yourself and more time and spend more time with them. Uh, you can get easy time saving breakfasts and family dinners to kid approved lunches and snacks. HelloFresh has what it takes to keep everyone, including you, happy and satisfied. And I like this. HelloFresh is more than just dinners. You can also stock your fridge with easy breakfasts, quick lunches, and fresh snacks. You can shop HelloFresh Market and add any of the tasty time-saving solutions to your weekly box. Um, I was able to try uh, HelloFresh and have actually used it uh, outside of any sponsorship because of how great I, you know, it ended up being. I've had some other options before, and the produce would be kind of soft and it would not be what you wanted. Uh, sauce packets would be spilled out. I never had that with HelloFresh. Everything came exactly as I expected. Uh, and it was all so easy uh, to follow along and make. And some of the most delicious recipes I've, I've had, uh, I've saved some of the cards because of it. So you should check out HelloFresh. If you go to HelloFresh.com slash 50 clockwise and use 50 clockwise, you will get 50% off plus 15% off for the next two months. And so that's going to be all lowercase letters, H-E-L-L-O-F-R-E-S-H dot com slash 50-50 clockwise and code 50 clockwise to get 50% off plus 15% off the next two months. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Our thanks to HelloFresh for their support of this show and Relay FM. All right, we are back from halftime, and that means it's time for my topic. Uh, here's mine for you. Tell us about your webcam setup. When you need to use a webcam to connect to a Zoom meeting or a Google Meet or something like that, uh, what webcam are you using? Kelly, we'll start with you. 
I guess it's almost the OG webcam. I have a Logitech C920, I think it is. Um, that's the one I use. It's USB-A. Um, and I still use that one because uh, it's the most boring possible review. But uh, I plug it in. I have two different computers I tend to switch between. Uh, I've plugged it into my iPad on occasion. And every time I plug it in, it just works. And then whatever software I'm using goes, oh, do you want to use the Logitech? And I say yes. And then it switches and then everything's fine. And it just works. I'm trying to figure out how do I avoid saying I use Kelly's answer. I also use Logitech <laughs> C920, but I use it with two pieces of software that are requirements for me. Number one is I use an app called Camera Controller that's open source that helps me get it saved in a better crop for where it's positioned on my screen and in my setup. And uh, I need that as a must have. And otherwise, it's like way too much in my room. And then number two is the the oft forgotten feature built into Mac OS that's in Control Center Mac OS lets you change the video effect of your webcam. Turning on portrait mode with that camera works great. People constantly comment on my camera quality. And it is just that dinky little Logitech C920 that Kelly referenced, but it looks great with its faux portrait mode courtesy of macOS. Uh, so that's that's my setup. For me, uh, I am one of those uh, losers, idiots, whatever, uh, supporters of the Apple uh, conglomerate that I get a new phone every year. I need it for my work, y'all. I need it for my work. And so my webcam is a iPhone 13 Pro, which is, I feel terrible just saying that out loud, but that's what it is. It's an iPhone 13 Pro sitting on, I think it's a Belkin, Micah, you probably know, one of those like thingers that sits on the top of your cinema display or yep, studio display, the, excuse me. The Belkin uh, MagSafe mount, you know. There you go. Yeah, yeah. And it's connected to the back of the studio display. And that's my webcam. And it usually works. And when it does <laughs> what it does, it's really great. And uh, that's that's what I've got going on. And I, I don't plan to mess with that. I, I wouldn't describe myself uh, as Casey did, but I am also using an <laughs> iPhone um, as my camera. I use I've used for years now an application called Camo Studio, even before continuity camera mm -hmm. came to uh, Mac OS. And it is an incredible application that lets you use your phone as your webcam. It works for Android and uh, iOS. Um, and I've got an iPhone 13 Pro Max um, that is connected with a MagSafe mount of some sort. Um, and I've been using this ever since we like started working remotely during the pandemic. And then since then have continued to use it. I always get remarks on the, the sharpness of my webcam, and that's because it's an iPhone. Um, and I imagine that what I will end up doing is taking out the iPhone 13 and uh, turning that into Apple for whatever it is and get a, putting the 14 in its place as the next step up for the webcam. Oh, that's a brilliant idea. I should do that. Oh, man, I'm going to have to look into this. That's a really, <laughs> really smart approach. <laughs> um, so that's, yeah, that's my plan. And thank you all uh, for sharing what you are using. Um, all right, let us move to our final topic, which comes from Kelly. So for a lot of people, um, Phonemus is happening on Friday. Uh, if you got your order in at uh, 5 a.m. Pacific time, then uh, you are one of the, you might be one of those people. So my question for the rest of you is what is your favorite or your most used iPhone accessory? My, my favorite iPhone accessory, and the most used one is my AirPods Pro. And they're not AirPods Pro second generation. 
Uh, so I don't get any of the fun new features that iOS 17 brings. I just get to be jealous of those features existing. But uh, that's really it. I, I realized I'm like, I'm not an accessory person. Um, at, at an earlier stage in my life, I was a hardcore accessory person. And when it comes to um, my iPad, I, it lives in Apple's magic keyboard at all times, pretty much. But on the phone, I'm just, I'm accessoryless. I just use a naked phone all by itself 99% of the time. <laughs> Casey? First of all, everything Lex said about the AirPods, except I was, spe- I, um, I don't, apparently it's a self-deprecating hour. Have you met me? But anyway, <laughs> yeah, I was, I, was an idiot. <laughs> I was an idiot who bought an AirPods Pro Series 2 or whatever it is, the Mark II, if you will, like a couple of months ago, which is not the right time to have bought them. Let me tell oh. you, Lex, just very quickly, you need to get the new ones. They are that much better. <laughs> they really are. I am as cheap <sighs> as they come, or excuse me, as frugal as they come, and you need to do it. But anyway, Tell me more about your iPhone video camera. Sorry. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough, sir. Uh, but anyway, uh, to actually answer the question, uh, for absolutely AirPods. Uh, I typically put mine in an Apple leather case. Actually, just this morning, I went and picked up my, uh, my fine woven case, which I haven't opened yet, but I'm not looking forward to. I, I think there's a pretty decent chance I'm going to end up returning it because I've heard it's not great. Uh, I'm actually going to the oversized phone for the first time ever this year. And I, so I have bought myself, I am somewhat ashamed to admit, I've bought myself a pop socket. And <gasps> I, I don't know if I'm going to want to keep it or if I will, you know, just pass it along or try to return it or whatever. But I have bought one because I am not expecting to love the idea of the mutant sized phone. <laughs> but that being said, the one thing that I will say that I can give my highest endorsement to, especially now that they've uh, <clears throat> fixed it, is I think it's the Mophie 3-in-1 travel kit. And we'll, oh, I'll find yeah. a link that we can put in the show notes. But it's this thing. It's kind of like the uh, the one that Apple just discontinued that had two slots on it. But it's this like three bay, if you will, if you will thing that folds open. And there's a slot for your AirPods, a slot for your watch, and a slot for your phone all charging via Qi or MagSafe or what have you. And I freaking love this thing because it is so great to not have to carry a thousand different cables in your bag. Granted, the USB-C lifestyle we're all, we're all about to live will also improve that, but still really, really like it. You can get a pretty good deal on it if you buy it directly from Zag, which is the parent company, Z-A-G-G. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, check it out. Uh, I will, we'll put a link in the show notes. It's really, really good. Yeah, I um the last time I went looking for one of those, um I had read that it there were some folks having some charging issues so they stopped yep. offering it. Um is it well, back and so again? They, I I believe it's brought back in one way or another the people who already had one, they actually sent a little USB-C dongle that would do a firmware upgrade. Oh nice, that's smart. Well, I, I kid you not. Oh, it's apparently called something else now. This looks like Oh no, it's not the same thing. I'm sorry. Never mind. Carry on. <laughs> yeah, I really want one of these because I think that they're they're very smart. Um, for me, the accessory that I would say I, I would I would I would almost even turn in my AirPods Pro um to have the to keep this um is the <clears throat> Belkin Boost Up Charge Pro three in one wireless charging stand <laughs> with MagSafe. Um, this is a Belkin product that looks like it's from the future. It's got this um sort of uh 
silicone base uh, with a crater in the middle of it. And then up from that is this T-shaped metallic bar. Uh, On the left side is a MagSafe charging puck. And on the right side is a small Apple Watch charging puck. And then the crater in the middle of the base, you can put in a, uh, they they expect that you'll put in your AirPods uh, with wireless charging. And so every night, my Apple Watch, my iPhone, and my um, AirPods all go onto this one device and charge overnight. And what's great is they've spaced out the watch and the phone uh, enough that you can turn the phone to the side and have it in standby mode, um, which is new in iOS 17. So yeah, I love this thing. And uh, honestly, it's a recommendation I have for anyone. It's a little spendy at one hundred fifty dollars, um, but you so Casey can, will buy it. Yeah, so Casey will buy it. Um, <laughs> so you can blame Apple for the you know made for iPhone program stuff that's involved in in the extra cost of that because it's just it's it's delightful and I yeah I think ever if I could Oprah everyone. Uh, one of these, I would. Uh, I wish I could say, look under your chairs. Um, alas, I, I will not say that because there's nothing under there. Anyway, uh, Kelly, why don't you run us out? Uh, the one that I actually use the most is um, I found this uh, MagSafe cable, but it's two-sided. And so one side is uh, magnetic and it says it's MagSafe. I don't see the little thing pop up when I use it with my phones, but um, I have a work phone and I have a personal phone and I have an Apple watch and I have a uh, Lex model AirPods as well, AirPods pro. <laughs> so um, I too have just sat around and, and coveted uh, the new stuff with the new one. So uh, hearing Casey give them a sales pitch didn't do me any favors, <laughs> but um, I had this, when you flip over the MagSafe uh, cable that I got, it's two sided. So you can't really put it in, the Belkin three in one stand with the world's longest imaginable name. But um, when you flip it over, it's got a watch charger on the other side and I sleep with my Apple watch on. So what I do is when I show up to work in the morning, cause I never go anywhere else when I'm sitting in my office, um, I flip it over and I can put my watch on to charge uh, first thing in the morning when I sit down, cause I'm not going anywhere. And then the rest of the time it's MagSafe for, um, and it does regular Qi charging. So it'll do my AirPods. It'll do my work phone. It'll do my personal phone. And, um, that is the thing. Cause I use it all the time. Cause if my watch isn't on it, my AirPods are on it. And if my AirPods aren't on it, my work phone is sitting on it. So it's the thing that by far gets the most mileage of, um, anything that I use. Like I use my AirPods a lot. Um, you know, and I have like, you know, a battery pack and things like that, that I use once in a while. But, uh, the thing that probably the most is that one. This is wild. I've never even heard of anything like this. This is very cool. I found it on accident and that's why I'm really excited (laughs) about using it because it, I couldn't, I went through a few iterations of how do I charge my watch someplace else and how do I, you know, what's a good place to have my phone live so that it doesn't, my work phone, so it doesn't die all the time. So I went through a few iterations and found this and it's just flip it over to the other side. And now it's also a watch charger. So it doesn't do multiple devices. You can't do two things at the same time. But um, so far, I haven't. 
I haven't had a, a need for that. So I'm, I'm fine with it. All righty, folks. Um, that is four topics down. We've got just enough time for a bonus topic. Uh, Lex's bonus topic, but I do want to take a quick break to tell you about St. Jude. As you know, September is Childhood Cancer Awareness Month. Uh, since our first Relay FM for St. Jude campaign in 2019, we've now raised more than $2.5 million as a community, which means we've hit our first goal for 2023. But we are not stopping there, folks, because St. Jude won't stop their life-saving work until no child dies from cancer. With your support, we'll be one step closer to that day, one cure closer, one child closer. Uh, St. Jude is headquartered in Memphis, but it is uh, working uh, around the world. It has a global impact. St. Jude has treated children from all 50 states of the U.S. and from all around the world. About 90% of children with cancer live in low and middle income countries. That's unacceptable to St. Jude. They launched St. Jude Global to ensure that every child with cancer and other catastrophic diseases have access to quality care and treatment no matter where they live. St. Jude Global shares knowledge, technology, and expertise with healthcare institutions, researchers, and fundraisers across the world to improve survival rates in their home countries. One example, they train the doctors and researchers of tomorrow, host conferences, share skills, help nonprofit foundations raise awareness and build sustainable sources of revenue to support children in their countries with cancer and other blood disorders. Today, St. Jude collaborates with more than 280 partners in St. Jude Global, representing more than 70 countries, and it continues to grow. That's how far the reach of this work is. Check out how St. Jude Global Partnerships help children in countries like Jordan, Lebanon, and the Philippines on stjude.org slash inspire. We're very grateful for the generosity of our community over the last five years, and we would love your support again this year to support the life-saving mission of St. Jude. Coming up this Friday, the fifth annual podcast-a-thon. It's fast approaching live on Friday, September 22nd from 12 p.m. to 12 a.m. Eastern, 12 hours this year. But we need your help to raise as much money as possible for St. Jude before that day, too. Donors who make an individual gift of $60 or more will receive a digital bundle of Relay FM wallpapers and screensavers. Last year, the screensaver sent shockwaves to the Relay FM community, so don't miss out. Also, donors who make an individual gift of $100 or more will receive the 2023 sticker pack featuring all new designs. And when you donate this year, click the blue search employer button on the donation summary page to check if your employer offers a matching gift program. If they do, you will get an email with details on how to have their match credited to the campaign total. Uh, and there are also opportunities to get more hands-on, uh, as I did, to f- start your own fundraising campaign. Um, and thank you to those of you from Clockwise who tuned in to watch the D&D and Donations live stream where we were able to raise more than $3,500. It was awesome to have you all, and we appreciate that. Uh, and we'd love to see you bring that excitement and energy to the podcast-a-thon Friday, September 22nd. So go to stjude.org slash relay to donate and find out more about fundraising. That's stjude.org slash relay to learn more and donate. Thank you, St. Jude, uh, for the work that you do. And thank you, Relay community, for the work that you do to make all of this possible. All righty, Lex, tell us about your bonus topic. Yeah, it's short and sweet. What's a non-tech hobby of yours? Casey, you must have one. The 
best answer I think I can come up with is that I've really gotten back into reading novels over the last couple of years, like a lot. And I'm trying to stall for time while I look at what my Goodreads says for this year, and I'm not going to make it. But suffice to say, I've read something like 20 or 25 books this year. And some of them were like little short ones, like Dan Morin's um, little like, uh, you know, 20 page uh, in between stories, but most of them are honest to goodness novels. And I really, really, really enjoy reading. And that's something that Aaron, my wife shares with me. And it seems that both of our kids seem to have gotten it from us. And, and so it's not entirely unusual for the four of us to sit around reading like it's 1854. And I really like that. So that's my answer. <laughs> um, for me, it's going to be, and I, I imagine Kelly, it will be similar. Uh, I <laughs> like the fiber arts. So crocheting yes. and knitting um, are two hobbies of mine that I very much enjoy. And then throughout the year, I also like to um, do like pastry and and cake decorating and, and uh, baking kind of stuff. So all sorts of sweet treats, I say, would say is another non-tech hobby of mine. Kelly, what about you? Uh, you're right. It's yarn. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and primarily crocheting. So uh, right now is uh, gift season. So people who uh, might be getting uh, Christmas gifts or other sorts of year end holidays, because I know a lot of people with birthdays at the end of the year. Um, it's trying to figure out how much time I have to um, start and finish some of those projects to get them uh, to the people who they're supposed to go to. Very cool. I think for me, I'm going to go with improv. Uh, I have always loved improvisational theater. Uh, I took a long break from doing it when I had kids, but then they got old enough that I could start doing things for myself again. And so <laughs> actually, I, I'm a player on a, a local comedy sports team. Comedy sports is an international improv organization. Um, it's, uh, 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 you know, they do shows kind of like Whose Line Is It Anyway, uh, all over the country and all over the planet. Uh, and it's a thing I look forward to just about every week. I perform with them probably two, sometimes three Saturdays a month uh, here in Jersey. And uh, I'm a big fan. So making stuff up. That's that's my <laughs> that's my hobby. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Hey, folks out there, if you would like to get ad-free episodes with an extra overtime topic every week, you can become a Clockwise member. You just go to relay.fm slash clockwise to sign up for just $5 a month or $50 a year, and you will help support the show. And it really means the world to Dan, and it means the world to me uh, when we discover that new folks have uh, chosen to be Clockwise members. It helps us to continue to make this show and mostly helps me to pay for the Zoom uh, (laughs) monthly. payment to to, uh, do these calls uh, every week. In this week's Overtime Topic, we talk about our morning tech routines. With that, we have reached the end of this episode of Clockwise. All that's left is to say goodbye to our awesome guests, starting with my best friend and yours, Casey List. Casey, thanks so much for being here. (laughs) It is, as always, my pleasure. And the rabble rouser herself, Kelly Gamont, thank you so much for your time. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me. And I'm just going to take a brief opportunity to tell Casey that Call Sheet is amazing and I love it. And I get the opportunity to tell you in person. And so I'm going to take it. So thank you. It's super awesome. And I use it all the time. Oh, well, thank you. That's very kind of you. I appreciate it. And with that, Lex, thank you so much for filling in for Dan today. Uh, I will be back next week. Until then, we remind everyone out there listening, watch what you say. And keep watching the clock. Bye, everybody. (laughs) 